Welcome to episode two of The Comrades. Thanks for staying another episode. This week is about book-to-film adaptations. Now, what is everybody's favorite book-to-film adaptation? It can be like a series or it can be like a single movie from a series. For me, I would say, well, it's not really... If you looking at looking back at it now, it's not really a great movie, but like I was a huge fan of Percy Jackson, <laughs> so I I personally okay. really loved that movie growing up. But like looking back at it now and compared to the book, it's kind of eh. Okay, I'll agree with that. I used to like I wouldn't say that's my favorite, but I did used to love the Percy Jackson movie as its own entity. I don't think it does the books justice, but I don't think it's a bad yeah, film. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> I think I read like one or two of the books and I watched the films and I was never like that into it, but like I appreciated it, but not to the same level as like other book series. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was a bad, like a bad film on its own, but it didn't, it definitely like strayed really far from what the books were like. The casting was all like a lot older, like because in the books they were all supposed to be like 12 and the casting of it was like they were all like, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, like, yeah, late teens, early 20s. And so there was that. And then even like Rick Rorden or whatever, the author, he's like, yeah, no, like they did not do my my book series. I heard that they were going to do like something on Netflix. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, if it was just a rumor. Yeah, they were gonna. I think it's Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah, they're gonna do like a um, TV show about like series. Series, yeah, I think a TV series. I'll watch. I mean, might be interesting. I think. I was. Go ahead. Percy Jackson back in the day. Yeah, what? That format would be a lot good for it. I. I think it would be better too because the book series is so long. How many books are there in total? Six or eight. I don't remember. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say. I think it's six. I think. I think it's six. Yeah. And then there's four books and. Uh, there's. Heroes of two Olympus. movies. It's a series that's connected with it. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. Movies. Yeah, the first two books. Interesting, Maddie. What about you? I don't want to oh, say wait, this. Wait. I have a Percy I... Jackson thing to add. Um, oh, okay. So a thing that my family and I often do when we go on vacation is that we visit like movie and TV show filming locations. And when Daniel visited me in Nashville with Nicole and Tony and Megan, we went to the Parthenon where Percy Jackson Oh, that would be filmed. super cool. Oh, yeah. that place. Do I have some pictures of the place and like how they... Uh like some of the film stuff that they have in there was actually pretty cool. You can go now, Maddie. <laughs> um, I will say another thing about Percy Jackson. I was on Percy Jackson, Jackson Tumblr back in the day. And I was like a, a Percy Jackson, like I like, I had like, I had like camp half blood. So that's kind of embarrassing. A little side note. I mean, it was a pretty big trend earlier on TikTok now. Like the huge Percy Jackson scene was on there for a little while. 
Oh, really? I haven't got to that side of TikTok. It was a little while ago, but it, it was still pretty cool. People with, like, Camp Half-Blood shirts, uh, like, people, like, acting it out. It was really funny for a while. So, I would say, like, if I had to choose between my favorite... Now, I know that Twilight <laughs> is sucks. Okay, it sucks. But there's something about the movies that draws me in. Yeah. I don't know if it's the you know, like the eerie, like weird lighting or the bad makeup or the terrible The acting. soundtrack is perfect, though. Say, like their soundtrack for Twilight is amazing. Is it's ahead of its time, to be that's honest. The one thing, that's the one thing they did right in that in that series Honestly. is that the soundtrack was excellent. I see I I like Twilight. I was a huge Twilight stand back in the day. Twilight huge. I was like team Jacob. Like I would die for Taylor Lautner back in the day. And I see I didn't like the first film that much. I don't know. Like the first Twilight was kind of like eh. But the first book was kind of well, like that, eh, too. Uh, the first um, movie was directed by a different director than the rest of the movies, oh, I think. That may be why. So that could be part of it. That could be part of it. But my thing with Twilight is I think that the movies really captured what the books were about. The books weren't really that well written. They were really cheesy, mm-hmm. too. And the movies did the same thing. So, like, if we're going by, like, you know, like, authentic like from like book to movie like how well did they do I think that the books weren't that good and the movies weren't that good but they mimicked each other very well yeah I think um I read all the books too uh and I think Eclipse was my favorite I really liked Eclipse Eclipse was pretty good I liked it but like New Moon when they came out with Jacob in that all new look I was like Ugh, when they yeah. cut his hair. I think that's when Team Jacob went up furious. quite a bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was furious. I liked his long no. hair. No. <laughs> no. Like, it was fake. It was a fake bad wig, and I loved it. It was, it was a tough look. It was a tough look. I didn't realize, like, how... I'm not sure the exact number of years, but, like, that's not that long after Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Like Actually, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I think he just... Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Great movie. Man, I was obsessed. I was great obsessed movie. with him back in, like in that movie too. Oh man, that was man. a great movie. Did you hear that they're coming out with a second one or like a, a new one on uh, Netflix or not Netflix? Disney oh Plus, yeah, I just saw that. And the two actors are gonna have a kid or whatever. Like the two Shark Boy and Lava Girl have a kid together. I seen that. I was like, I wonder what. I don't know what movie if they're just gonna make it just like them two or they're gonna be a part. Of like a movie. I thing. hope George Lopez but, comes back. Yeah. Taylor Lautner better it's come so back. Funny. I because I love George Lopez. I heard that he might not. I thought somebody said that he might not return on the movie because he hasn't acted in a long time. Who's yeah. Taylor Lautner? He's done some stuff not that long ago. I don't know, like what the last thing I, yeah, I was gonna say done. i'm trying to think of the most recent movie that i've seen him in and honestly remember that valentine's yeah. day movie with taylor swift in it that's the last movie i remember seeing. the last member i think is that that might have been before breaking dawn part two i think it i think that movie's older than breaking dawn part two 
I don't know that one actually. Yeah, I don't remember. It's there was Valentine's this... Day, I think. Was that before or after? Um, I know I last saw him in like this action, like chase, um, movie. But I wasn't. But I'm pretty sure he did a movie after, like in uh, like a pirate movie. I I'm think the sure last it was. It was, like, time a he acted was 2016. What was he in? Run the tide. Yeah, was that the the pirate movie? He was in. Uh, a man kidnaps his younger brother and escapes to California coast for a better life after his drug addicted mother leaves prison with plans oh, no, to rebuild not... oh. Yeah, I didn't oh, see that one. Definitely did not see that either, though. <laughs> but I think one of the biggest mistakes that the Twilight franchise did was well with. Bella should have ended up with Jacob. That was one of the big mistakes. <laughs> but the other big mistake was when... Sorry if I'm spoiling Twilight to anybody, but you have had time to watch it. Yeah. Up here. It's on Amazon for free, so go ahead. Was when Jacob imprinted on Bella's daughter. <laughs> so messed up. Oh, and the CGI oh. of their daughter, dude. That's the most. That's the worst thing. That was a weird. Is that like scene. if you're gonna do CGI, like don't make the kid look so jacked up. I know. I'm like, how are we sitting here accepting that Jacob just imprinted on this young child? And you know what? That's not even on the movies, man. That's on Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> yeah. It was a definitely a weird scene because I I remember watching that scene. I was like, I remember not understanding weird. it that well at the time. I was like, what is that? And then I was like, oh my gosh, that means he's gonna wait for a while. I was like, not that long. <laughs> well, I, I think what it what, what was it the the kid actually grew up a lot faster than normal or something. Yeah, because like she was half vampire. Right, but it was just like okay. That's one way to get rid of like the love interest slash like attraction thing for Jacob. So I was like, I guess he can yeah. finally get over Bella, but I was just like, that's just kinda is, Yeah. Was that, that the way to do yeah. it? Maybe. No. Uh, <laughs> My vote is no. Because the imprinting didn't mean that they were gonna be like gonna date each other. It meant it was more like he is gonna be like a mentor or brother or Maybe. No, that meant date. That no, meant it, date. no, I don't think it did <laughs> meant date. But if I bet you, if there was like a a sequel to to this, that they probably would be dating. Well, you know, Midnight Sun is out now, and I haven't bought it yet. I haven't either. But I my want sister to. is reading it right now. If I remember, really. <laughs> I see. It. I know. It, no, it's on our bookshelf. Well, we need. Okay, guys. We need a book so I from Jacob's up. perspective. That is true. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, so I looked up Taylor Lautner and what he's doing right now because I got interested. <laughs> and so the last movie he was in was Run the Tide, but it was like an indie film with no budget, no studio backing or uh-huh. anything. But I knew I had seen him in something more recently. He was the he was a main character on this British sitcom called Cuckoo. What? What? Crazy. Cuckoo. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, I watched I watched like one season of it. I didn't finish it because it was weird, but he was on there. Hmm. I'm going to have to look him up. And he was also on the show Scream Queens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay, the show that I'm talking about is called C-U-C-K-O-O. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> 
just for Taylor Lautner. It's not bad, but it's it is odd. It is an odd one. Okay, I think for my favorite book to film adaptation, I have always loved reading the dystopian genre. So like there's so many like book to film adaptations of dystopian books and series. That's true. Everyone was in such like a dystopian like mood there for like from like two thousand like eleven to like 2016 yeah. I yeah. feel like were like the peak years for dystopian there were some good reads that year those years 100% I think I really liked catching in the Hunger Games series the movie mm-hmm. that was that was I really movie. liked that Catching Fire movie. I think that was my favorite out of all of I'd, the films I'd have to say though for or like for the Hunger Games series and stuff kind of a hot Maybe I don't know if this is like an unpopular opinion. I think the movies are way better than the books on on that. Honestly, series. yeah, I've I've read the books and seen the movies. Honestly, the movies are kind of better. <laughs> yeah, because all right, so the first Hunger Games compared to the first book, like the movie, and then to the book, I think those movies were pretty good. I mean, the accuracies between them, I think, were pretty. I think there was actually pretty close to how they did things, but for the most part, that movie was good. When I started reading Catching the second one, it was Catching Fire. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that book was so boring. I I literally stopped reading it and <laughs> I never continued reading after that. That's what I did with Mockingjay. I swear, the beginning of Mockingjay was so yeah, slow. it was. I don't. Yeah, I know. I finished Mockingjay, but it took me a while. I finished it too, but it took. I like had to put it down for a while because I was so bored with it. I just thought it was not very good. Yeah, but the movies are great, though. I yeah. love the movies, 100%. Yeah. I loved Finn. Uh, I was... Guy. See, I'm always, like... Oh, so Hemsworth, wasn't it? No, Finn was... Um, gosh, I don't remember the actor's name. Um, he played in Me Before You with Amelia Clark. Oh, that, oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. The the guy with the the staff, right? The staff guy. Yes, the, the trident. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about um, what's his I name? I don't remember what his name name is. <laughs> Somebody Google Me yeah, Before You, um, and it'll come up. <laughs> don't mad Gary. Don't mad go. I don't remember his name. Yes. 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 He is so awesome. Yes. He's great. The thing that I, the thing that I think that Hunger Games did really well, is that it gave children a look at like the casualties of yeah. war. Mm-hmm. Like I like if we're going like even by books versus movies, and another thing with the movies is that everything they talked about in the like in the books the marketing of the films ended up like mirroring like the issues that they were having in the books with the capital which i thought was like, like Rue's death like was pretty cool oh, they took Rue's death. Yeah. yeah tough that scene. was cool oh i remember seeing yeah. that vividly i still i remember oh. it now just like her dodging the staff and then it was just it went straight back to Rue. i was like oh wow poor little girl Such i remember I went to the premiere of Hunger Games, but I there was no seats for me. <laughs> I went and I was like, I want one ticket, just one seat. 
they were like we have no room and I like cried I was like oh my gosh I came all this way I live 45 minutes away from like the nearest movie theater and you don't even drive so you had to get a ride oh yeah my mom drove me because I was in middle school and so we went there and I was like I can't believe it I mean still drives you technically but you know well, you know, <laughs> Daniel, you can't talk. You don't have a driver's license either. That's because they're not open. Daniel, <laughs> they haven't been open in the past five years. <laughs> well, I always use public transport. Wow. Right. He's, he's a, wow, he's you really just wrote for you, Daniel. Don't let her I, was, I just said a little okay? joke. And then yeah, he's getting attacked. Okay. That's okay. I know. You know, I did, I did drive for a while. Just see, my excuse is I can't afford it because I haven't worked since January. I want my license, but I can't afford a car and insurance. So that's where we're at. We all have car problems. Yeah, we're we're all kind of in the same boat with cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maddie has a license, but I have a license. But that's, no that's a little complicated, though. Yeah, that's a, that's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even coming for anyone. Hey, that was all Cassie. She's, she's I didn't say anything any, in particular. Everybody. You know what? Back back to Hunger Games. Back to yeah. Hunger Games. Great movie. Not that great books. quality. Yeah. Um, I think the films are really. Good. I um I'm currently reading um I don't remember what it's called. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I think it's called. How is it? Is it good? It's taken me a while to get through because it's it goes slow. Um, Isn't it about yeah, snow? Yeah, it's about Snow when he was a mentor in Hunger Games. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know there was. they came out with more books about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's alright. It's not amazing. I wouldn't walk up and get it right now. But it's alright. Huh. I'm kind of interested. I know I'm not sure if you guys have seen these movies, but what's the what's the difference between like the Harry Potter series and the books between the movies? Because I haven't seen or read any of the what any of them. What? Oh my goodness, that's oh. crazy! I just kind of assumed everyone had read Harry Potter. Uh, I'm team or seen okay. the movies. Um, let me just put that out there. I'm team Gale. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Hunger Games. Anyway. Back to Hunger Games? No, Peter was... Oh, you know, I liked Gale, but Peter was the way to go. Peter was inevitable. Katniss was so independent, she needed neither of them. Let's be real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Um, Back to Harry Potter. I have... Okay. I think you're, like, the third person to tell me I've never seen a Harry Potter. And I'm like, have you even lived? Okay, hold on. All right, so let me kind of rephrase. I've seen parts of the Harry Potter movies, okay. of like each a couple of each ones, but I've never started to finish. The only movie I've ever to complete that's kind of Harry Potter is Fantastic Beasts, and that's not even Harry okay. Potter. But I've well, only I mean... seen maybe about thirty minutes of maybe each film, and that's it. Okay, let me run you run you down. I've, I've I think I've read every book. I'm pretty sure. Same. I might have skipped like one or two, but I know I've read most of them. The 
films actually do a really good job. Oh, they like, do? They're well made. I think so. I'm not a huge, like, I know, like, really hardcore Harry Potter fans. I like Harry Potter, but, like, I don't, I can't sit and tell you, this is this person's Patronus, and, like, this is this, and I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like, I like, I like Harry Potter. I read the books. I've seen the movies. But I don't think that I'm, like, like a yeah, fan. Yeah, I don't know enough you know I mean? about it. Like, yeah, of course, I've read the books. I've seen the movies. But, like, I have a bad memory of things sometimes. So, I'm, like, I cannot remember every single Harry Potter professor and their life story. But, Draco Malfoy. Um, <laughs> I do know who that character is, actually. My favorite Harry Potter film is Goblet of Fire. It has been my entire since it came out. <laughs> you have one, Maddie? Say your that favorite again? Harry your... Potter film? Um, my favorite one is <sighs> I can't think of the name Des... of it right now because he's put me You can on describe the spot, it and but... I'll probably know what you're talking about. It's the Prisoner third one. Man. Yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite. Mm, that's a solid choice. Prisoner of Azkaban had a different director than the rest of the other oh. Like, that director only directed Prisoner of Azkaban. Interesting. Hmm. I really liked Goblet of Fire. Um, Cedric Diggory was uh, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> very handsome. And that movie, just very well made. Very good soundtrack. You know, the... I agree with that. The one thing I'll th- I think about Harry Potter too, though, is I think it's kind of a generational thing. I think we kind of, Cassie, I think because we're like very early Gen Z, we kind of got that tail spe- like tail end of like the millennials who love Harry Potter because mm-hmm. I think Harry Potter w- really came out for like more of a late millennial audience. Yeah. So because we're we're kind of in the middle of being like, you know, at the very end of millennials, the very beginning of Gen Z, it makes more sense that we've seen and read the books because like we were a little older when oh, all that Oh was yeah, out. I was at the Deathly Hallows book release. Like <laughs> if you want to talk about old <laughs> I was release? at oh I've never yeah, been to a book release before. The the library where I was living at the time had a event. It was a Deathly Hollow book release, and I think like you could win like a signed copy of it. Oh, oh goodness. That text sounds really cool. And I was there. I didn't win. But I have the book. I don't even think I've gotten through it because it's it's huge. I think that's kind of something that deterred me from like reading like the books or even trying to even interested into the movies. The the books look massive. Yeah. And it was just like a long read that I didn't feel like getting into, but then like looking at the books now, they're actually the texts are really big, so it's actually not really that long of a book. See, that's what deterred me from reading the Game of Thrones books because they're also very long and um, I love the show. The show is actually, it's kind of close to the books, but not that close to the books. But I actually read the first three Game of Thrones books. I was very proud of myself. Oh, wow. I read, I read the first two. The thing I'll say about those books is they're so worthy. I know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everything has this super long description and I know some people are into that kind of reading but like for me it was just it took so long to get through a chapter yeah 
I haven't even seen Game of Thrones yet. <laughs> oh, Daniel. Oh, man. Uh, well, that's our podcast. Um, we're going to have oh, only this... two members now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm... By the time like it was ending already, it was already too late for me. And I couldn't. It's get... never too late. See, I was like, I didn't watch Lord of R- Lord of the Rings until I was like twenty years old. I'm just really. I watched Lord of the Rings when I was like eight with my grandma. I was like, you know what? Like, I was young when the first because time I watched it. What deterred me also was they are three and a half hours long each. The shortened version. Yeah. <laughs> the shortened version. There's so extended versions like, that are four and a half. So that's another series. I to- already told you guys about how I watched every Marvel movie in quarantine. I also watched Lord of the Rings series in quarantine. And The Hobbit. You had a lot of free time, though. Yeah. So. I mean, everybody had a lot of free time during quarantine. Yeah, so. I watched, actually, the two of them. I didn't watch Return of the King yet or any of The Hobbits yet because my I'm watching them with my oldest sister and she doesn't want to watch the last one because she doesn't want it to end. So I'm Aww. just like, okay, it's do I watch it and be like, cool? <laughs> Here's how like, it ends. Um, or do I wait for good. my sister? Or I'm just like, ugh. I never read the I, books. Yeah, I've never read the books. I read The Hobbit, though. I really liked it a lot, but I haven't read the books because they're long. I've seen all the movies. I've seen all the Lord of the Rings movies, all the Hobbit movies, but I haven't read any of the books. But I did. I do think they're really good. They are long though, but I watched them when I was young, and I feel like for me, it's kind of like uh, like nostalgic because I watched them with my grandmother. Yeah, I love um, Ed Sheeran's "I See Fire" from The Hobbit. So good. Love Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's Amazing. great. Big fan. Oh, I just thought about something that's kind of funny. So when I watched Mockingjay Part uh-huh. 2, I know I'm kind of throwing it back. My grandma's TV was hooked up wrong. And so it was in black and white. <laughs> and so I thought like they had made like this stylistic decision to make it in black and white. And I thought it was like supposed to be like, um, like rhetoric about war and like how war like you know, destroys lives. And I thought it was like this whole like big, deep thing. Right. And then I find out that we have a TV hooked up wrong because we went to watch Maleficent after that. And I was like, okay, I know there's no way both of these movies are in black and white. Uh, That'd have been interesting though. And I thought it was like this whole, I thought it was like this whole discourse about war. And like, I was like reading into it. I was like, I just think that's such like an artistic decision. Like, and I was like into it. And then come to find out my grandma's TV was like, <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, you got a, you got probably the most unique experience in watching that because no one probably has watched it the same way Honestly, I have like, I had a similar experience with that. I was watching the Twilight Zone um, on Netflix, and I was like, is my laptop not working? Because I thought this was in color. And then I was like, oh, I'm just that stupid. And it's in black and white. But that's a dumb story about me. (laughs) The opposite. Yep. Um, Have you guys read the Divergent series or watched the movies? I read the first Divergent yeah. book and I thought it was good. I didn't end up reading the other books because someone spoiled them for me. Was it me? I don't think it was me. No, 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 no. no. This was okay. in high school. 
No, I had someone like saw that I was reading it and they're like, oh my gosh, can you believe in the third book that this and this happens? And I was like, no, because I haven't read it yet. <laughs> Jerk. Like what? Uh, so I never ended up like reading the rest of them. That, that I read all three of them. That ending killed me. Like I had to like put the book down, look at the book again and be like, this can't be real. Like somebody did not write this <laughs> and then i think i think they came out with um i think i read it they came out with a book on on four's perspective and it was sad um <laughs> i don't think they ever came out did they come out with allegiant i know they were going to put it in two parts i thought and i don't for movies i don't think they did i know I've read the first book, and I, and I'm no for sure I saw the first movie, but I don't think I saw anything after that. No, it came out. Allegiant. Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's on Prime Video. Because okay. I didn't know. I know they said they were going to put it in two parts because the book was long, but I don't know if they did that. If Triss's death is in that movie or not. Oh, I just spoiled it. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna have to put a spoiler uh, alert on this movie. Spoiler on this alert, podcast. I'm sorry. It has been quite a while though, so Yeah, it's it's been a good five years. I actually didn't even know I... that <laughs> until you brought it up. I was like, oh okay. Oh well. Oh well. Um what else was I So there was supposed to be a part two of, of a ascendant. Ascendant? Oh, it was called Ascendant, but it was based on the book Allegiant. Yeah, but it was it was called Ascendant. There was supposed to be a second. Yeah, because I don't two. think the movies showed Tris dying. Because it was like it, they had they came out with Allegiance, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be the part one of the movie, and then they were going to make part two, but call it Ascendant. But I guess they never it never actually came out. See, the weird thing about that movie is that Ansel Elgort is in it, and Shailene Woodley is in it. They're brother and sister, but they played lovers in The Fault in Our Stars. So that kind of just like threw me off a little bit. <laughs> that happens in a couple. Wait, uh... say that again. So Shailene Woodley, you know, um, Tris in Divergent. Yeah. And Ansel Elgort. I can't remember his Caleb. I think his name was in Divergent. Here. Oh, yeah. Because they were in um, Salt and Our Stars together. Yeah. Oh, so weird. I do love Shanley Woodley though. I love her. Yeah, she's a good actress. I went to the Fault in Our Stars premiere. I didn't cry. Um, <laughs> but I read the book. My mom never read the book. And here's my mom like bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, how do you even know what's going on? <laughs> and here's like my friend next to me is also bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You know what? I think for that for for that movie, uh, I think the book was better than the movie for. Um, I don't know. Fault in Our Stars. That's debatable. I think. I think they're both pretty well I, done. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like they did a really good job in the movie. I do, but I think maybe it's me just being partial because I read the book first Same. and I really really liked the book. So I think maybe I'm just being partial, but I thought the movie did a really good job. Yeah. And I remember saying that when I saw it, but I just think that like my emotional connection is 
Yeah. Read the book first. I cried when I read the book. And once I saw the movie, like, I already yeah, knew what happened. So yeah, that was kind of, like... I think that's kind of what how I was because I read the book before I watched the movie, too. And I was like, well, I already know, like, what's going to happen and everything. So I kind of was prepared. <laughs> but seeing it, like, brought being brought... I remember when that movie came out, like, seeing that book being brought to the big screen was like, oh, my gosh. It was kind of just... Yeah, no, I think they did do a really good job on yeah. them. Yeah, I remember like when it came out, like my sisters were, or they were going nuts. I'm just like, we got my sis, my oldest didn't read the book yet, so she was like, we not watching it until the <laughs> I'm finished reading it. And but my my sister loves books, so she finished it right right away. And then they went to the premiere, and they were like, oh yeah, we bawled our eyes out. I was just like, yeah, I figured. Yeah, I have to do that too. Like, I'm like, I have to read the book first. People will be like, "Oh, let's see that movie." I like that too. We'll have to see the movie. I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I want to read the book before I see it. Yeah, my my sister, my oldest sister, is like that a lot. She, if there's a book before the movie, she will read the book before she sees yeah. the movie. Um, well, how else have I done that with? I think I did that with Paper Towns that John Green came out with. I was like, no, I have to read it. I heard that was a good movie. I never got the the chance to see it, though. I think I watched it on a plane. And uh, the one thing I'll say about John Green is the way he writes his female character, like, not even just his female characters, but his, like, high school age characters is not realistic. (laughs) Honestly, uh, looking for Alaska, the Hulu series. That book is great. I've only watched the first episode. I've only watched the first episode, but it's so it's good. It's really so far. good. It's, What's it about? I think it's so. Looking for Alaska is a John Green book, and they put a series on Hulu about it. Well, like based on, it's the book, and so it's about a kid that goes to summer camp and he falls in love with a girl named Alaska, and well, I don't want to spoil the ending because it's a major thing that happens mm. but yeah and it just kind of shows like their lives and like them growing as people i would yeah. say without spoiling anything hmm. interesting i think one of the worst book to film adaptations i've ever seen was wrinkle in time oh <laughs> i didn't even i didn't even watch it because I saw the trailer for it and I was like, this is not what this is. I was like, you know what? I want to see it. I read the book. I was like, you know, I'll see what this is about. I go to the movie theater and I'm like, uh, uh, hmm. I didn't know whether to hate it, whether I liked it or not. It was just like, I don't know what I'm watching kind of thing. When I, when I saw the trailer for that one, cause I didn't know there was a book to it. But when I saw the trailer to it, I was like, at first, I was like, yo, this is a pretty decent cast. Like, you know, you had Chris yeah. Pine, Oprah, you know, there, there were so many, so many good people. That there I was can't, so much potential. So much potential. And the then I heard that movie just was this terrible. I heard it was. The thing, I feel like the thing about, like, films that stack their cast with such great actors is it's always a letdown. Yeah. I really think that because all the movies I've seen where they like really stack their cast with like A-list actors and stuff, I feel like they end up disappointing because you think like, oh, this is going to be so great. You know, all these people that I love 
and it's just like it doesn't live up to the no, hype. Knives Out is a good example of it working though. If you haven't seen Knives Out, oh, I haven't seen it yet. An amazing movie. Yes, that that movie is great. Have you guys seen the movie The Spectacular yes. now? No. <laughs> okay, have you read the book? I don't I don't think I have. Because I think that that, that, that film was a really good book to movie. That's another Shailene Woodley in another Divergent cast members movie. Miles Teller is in Divergent also. Teller. Say what? Oh. Yeah, I think Miles. T- I think they. I think that the Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller had a really good chemistry in this movie, uh-huh. and I think that's what made it like so good. But they followed they followed the book really closely, and when I like, because this was one of my, the Spectacular Now was like one of the favorite books that I've ever read, and so the movie adaptation I was actually really happy with. I'm trying to think of any other books. That have been Cassidy. I'm kind of surprised you haven't said uh, the Outsiders. I was just thinking about that. I was like, you. I know you've told me before. Like that's probably like one of your favorite movies of all time. And you, I'm yes. surprised that wasn't your first choice. I'm choice. I it. was. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Um. So we had. I had to read the Outsiders in the eighth grade. Same. Well, no, actually, I know. I think I read it in the sixth grade, or something like that. And um, so we watched also, we watched the movie in class. And so I remember watching it, like, I think I cried. I just remember seeing the opening scene, just the opening scene of the movie and being like, wow. Because I just had such, like, I really liked the movie and I really liked the book. And it has such a great cast. Oh, like, yeah. Looking back at it now, too. Such a good cast. Great. Great cast. Like, I don't think I've seen what? it. What? I don't think I've seen it. You haven't seen The what? Outsiders? I don't know. I'm trying to think if I have. So, Must have. It's a, it's a great. It's a classic. I feel like you you had uh, Stay Gold, Pony Boy. Oh, I've seen that movie. Never yes. mind, I've seen it. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen it. I didn't know there was a book though. To be honest, I did not know. Yeah, there was a book. it's by a female author actually, who hid her name because she wasn't going to be taken seriously when she wrote it. But the Johnny Ralph Macchio, his death—that just grabbed my heart and Oof. crushed it. Right, yeah. it was so sad. That, that that hit the feels definitely a hundred percent. I think Rob Lowe was my first, like, major crush on a celebrity. Oh, <laughs> Rob Lowe, so handsome. Even even as older now, like oh, even definitely, now, he definitely, he has not changed. Like a fine line. I've watched so many Rob Lowe films. It's amazing. You should, but you should watch did, the TV show. He's did in. you ever watch Parks and Recreation? Yeah, Parks and yeah, Rec. I was yeah. gonna say, did you ever watch Parks yeah, and Rec? Yeah, I did. When he was on yeah, it? I loved it. No, he's on a nine one one show right now called Lone Nine One One Lone Star. It's pretty good. I was watching that oh. with my sister. He's he's like the the lead like firefighter. I know he plays like a killer in like a Lifetime special. I think. 
interesting. How do you guys feel about Lifetime movies? I know this is off topic. My mom like, loves them. They're like a hall- Hallmark. Oh, the Hallmark okay. ones? Eh, they're okay. I don't really like the Hallmark ones, but the Lifetime ones, like, I get sucked into because, like, I already know what's going to happen. They're so predictable. But, like, I watch them anyway because they're just so, like, creepy. Not, well, I don't know if I would. So some of them are creepy, but, like, it's just interesting. I think it is just kind of like a, um, those types of movies are kind of like a, you want to be in, like, a feel-good mood kind of a way. Yeah. Be like, you know, like, you know what's going to happen. You don't want to really be surprised. You know, you know what you expect. Here's the movie. Enjoy. Well, I don't know if I would watch them in a feel good mood because like oh, yeah. most of them are about my babysitter killed my mom. Oh, like... yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like insane. So yeah. That would not happen in real life. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I will say, well, like, I'm not a huge Hallmark movie fan. Yeah. I know we're talking like. I don't really One like Hallmark, Hallmark movie that I watched and I loved. It was called A Stranger's Heart. <laughs> and this, I'm not ruining anything by telling it's, you guys. I probably this. won't this watch it. Like, okay, well, so then I'll ruin okay. it. Um, so <laughs> maybe I wanted so to watch this it. This woman, her husband, did you <laughs> no, want to watch fine, it? Yeah. He hasn't okay. even seen Harry Potter. Her... <laughs> He's going to watch a random Hallmark movie when he hasn't even seen a major film franchise. Um, All right, this... chill, chill. <laughs> it's this, this wife, her husband dies and he's an organ donor. And the guy who gets her heart, he falls, heart, she falls in love with him. He ends up falling in love yeah. with him because it's the same heart that she fell in love with already. And it's oh. like, yeah, they end up like falling in love. Yeah, that one's predictable. Sometimes I like kind of a predictable movie. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll watch them and people will be like, how'd you know that was going to happen? I'm like, I'm a film major. <laughs> I have watched so many movies. I know what's going to happen. Like, I'm also a study journalism, so I know what's going to happen. Like, once you watch movies long enough, sometimes, like, you you kind of already know, like, the basic. The basic Literally. There's that's what I that's the problem too sometimes like I start a movie and I'm like I know exactly what's gonna happen like you've watched so many movies like hardly anything is original now because like everything's based on something it, I last time I was surprised those movie is actually when I watched um Parasite oh what a weird yeah weird I was like experience. well that took a turn I did not think it was gonna take <laughs> Yeah, I think like knives. I think knives out also kind of did that for me too a little bit because I was like, "Oh, this is gonna happen." Yeah. I was like, oh wait, no, it's not gonna happen. I was like, "Oh wait, what? This is happening?" I was like, "I was," it was kind of like, "Oh wow," that I was actually going through like the journey of the movie with it as it was going. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, this is actually really good." And then, not that it's bad to have like a predictable storyline. It's just like sometimes like. Like majors, like me and Cassie, like we've seen just a lot of movies. Like, yeah, yeah, that's how I am too. Like, because I, I'm a media major too, so I've seen like I just feel like I've seen so many movies that everything I watch, I just already kind of like. Yeah, you can tell what trope what trope they're trying to. But you get the idea of what the, where they're going, you know. Were you in that? Yeah, you can pretty much spell. Were it you out. in that? I don't think you were in that. Um, film class that I was in we watched this one film but I don't remember when it was what it was called 
It's about a lady who was a slave and it's like a 60s movie. She was a slave and she works for this family in like France. And like mm-hmm. like the ending it I won't spoil it. But, um the ending of it was like what like what just happened? And I kind of like I kind of enjoy those movies because I'm like cool. It's nice to be surprised. That's why I'm a big fan of foreign films, too, because I feel like American film has got very repetitive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Sometimes, well, I don't like movies that, like, give you an open ending because, like, I need to know what actually happened. Like, I don't want to guess. I want to know exactly what happened. So, is it... I was gonna say, you know what movies we haven't talked about, like book adaptation, like book to movie adaptation, is like um, Stephen King. Oh, that, that's I haven't a good read one. any. Wait, take that back. I listened to the audio recording of Pet Cemetery with my older sister, and I was shook into the core. <laughs> It was terrifying. Because I, I just feel like when you're talking, when you, like, I feel like I, when I think, like, when when people, or at least me, like, think of, like, um, book-to-movie adaptations, you don't think of horror as being in that, in that genre. Yeah. As much. Yeah. I just remember hearing Gage's voice in Pet Cemetery and being like, I really don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, oh, I have, oh, I've seen Carrie, I forgot. So I've seen, I, the only Stephen King movie I've seen, well, Stand, I keep on forgetting that Stand By Me is a Stephen King movie, but. I kind of forgot that, yeah. to be honest. So I've seen Stand By Me, and I've seen both Carrie, wait, I think I've only seen the Ansel Elgort Carrie. There's three Carries. There's th- okay, Ooh, well, I've wow. only seen. The Ansel Elgort There's 76, Carrie. 02, and 13. So there's the one from, like, the original is from 1976, and then there's one in 2002, and there's one in 2013. Yeah, that's the one I've seen, the Ansel Elgort one. But I've I, seen the original. Yeah, I did I ever tell you the story about the guy that uh, slapped me on the train and called, said I looked like Carrie? No. No, he so yeah. did not. Yeah, so um, some guy slapped my thigh on the train like three years ago and was like, you look like Carrie from the movie Carrie. And I was really confused because like, I don't look like Carrie. At least I don't think I don't so. I don't think you look like Carrie no, either. I don't think so. <laughs> so I was like, he was like the old Carrie, Which... not the new Carrie. <laughs> so 2002 then or two thousand Maybe the 76 one. And I thought she was blonde in the 76 one, so I was like, um, you know. I'm looking it up right now because I have to see if you really look like yeah. <laughs> They actually look like Carrie. Oh, man. It was like an old... No, she's blonde. or Well, she's actually like a strawberry blonde. Okay, so I don't look like Carrie. Look nothing like Carrie 76. <laughs> well, this was an older guy that was definitely on something so <laughs> mm, yeah and no Carrie 2002 was Natalie Portman I'm pretty sure uh, 
Okay. Yeah, 76 <laughs> looks nothing like you. And I don't think you look anything like I'm Natalie Portman either. I mean, you know, I would love to be in Revenge of the Sith. Like, <laughs> Wait, I'm looking it up. And um, 2013 was Chloe um, Moretz, is her name? I think. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think you're right. Moretz is it her last name. And she's blonde, so... Okay, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't the in the movie though. It does low key look like Natalie Portman. It's Angela Bennett. Maybe her. In the 2001. Maybe her. But you think I? I'm gonna look up. I have to look up a picture of 2002. And there's only one reason why. What's what's the reason? (laughs) The forehead. No, it's the The forehead. forehead. It's the forehead. Thought you were gonna say like the bushy eyebrows or something. Nah. She does have a big forehead. She does have a, a big forehead. And also the chin too. Oh my god! Bit of the nose. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I think it could just be because she's thin and white. Yeah, yeah That's exactly. Literally the only reason. I honestly think she's she's thin and white and that. I it. really feel insulted. She doesn't even have dark hair in. Like, in the movie, she has, like, light brown hair. Your guys' hair colors aren't even... No, different. you look like the actor. You don't look like Carrie, though. Like, in the so movie. So, when this guy told... When this guy... Yeah, when this guy told me that uh, she, I had... My hair was dyed black. So... Oh. Uh, oh, uh, maybe, then. I don't think... I, have I seen you in black? I don't think I No. Have. I don't know, man. I think that's kind of a stretch, to be Yeah, honest. it definitely is. Yeah, Definitely the... a stretch, hundred percent. Good because the only celebrity that I don't want to be compared to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The only celebrity that uh, I've been told I look like is Carrie from Carrie. Hmm. You know what's jacked up is like when I was younger, people would be like, "Oh my God, you look like Adele," and Adele. you know what I'm saying because Adele was fat and I was fat, uh... dude. She, no, no, she lost a lot of weight, though. She, well, this was back in the day, uh, though. This was back in the uh, day. That's kind of mean. No, the only reason people would tell me that I look like Kendall Jenner is because I'm tall, so you know. <laughs> you look nothing like Kendall exactly. Jenner. Exactly. <laughs> Next episode, we're going to talk about celebrities we've been told we look like, except we don't. We just share similar bodies. No, don't, I, there's only- I, wait, I've been told Kira Knightley actually kira knightley how do you spell that she's uh elizabeth swan in the pirates of the caribbean movies oh really yeah i cannot see that (laughs) i don't think you guys have i don't think you guys look alike at all and emma watson and i don't see that at all i don't see any of you exactly everybody i'm told I realized I've been told that I look like more celebrities. I thought it was only Carrie, and then I was like, "Oh wait, my family said things I look like these." Like now that you're thinking, yeah, and I'm like, I don't look. I don't think I've been compared to that many celebrities. I think I was. I really. I think I was compared to Lily Collins just because we have big eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? The bold brow was really, really in there for a while. But, like, I love Lily Collins, so, like, you know, I'll take it. Kara Devening, you know. Yeah. I don't look like her, though. <laughs> no, you don't look anything like her. <laughs> nah, the only, the only similarity is just say... you're both white, and that's literally it. 
<laughs> Literally. The only thing that I could see, like, I could maybe see Lily Collins a little bit. Because of the eyebrows? The eyebrows. Maybe <laughs> yeah. a little bit of the cheeks. Maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking only the eyebrows and because she has brown yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about it, though. Everybody compares me to the default me character on Wii. <laughs> they think I look the most like that. <sighs> if you don't know what that looks like, just yeah. look up female me character uh, and i don't even have to change anything i'm actually gonna look it up hold on female <laughs> me like the default default like i don't even have to change my me like i'm like all right that's me and you my know, brother doesn't it's kind of true just push <laughs> and up my brother doesn't brown. have to change his either so if you look up male default me it looks like my brother honestly that's kind of true Honestly, yeah, yeah that's just, true. I'm looking at it right now. The brown hair, the eyebrows. Yep. It really does. And it even has the swoop. Yeah. Bang. I was like, wow, <laughs> that actually is really similar. They modeled it after I know. You. So do we have any other movie <laughs> adaptations we want to talk about? I feel like we've got off topic. Um, the only other one I could think of is the, I think it's The Giver. Oh, Taylor Swift cameo. Very good. Yeah. And uh, the Maze Run, the Maze Runner oh, series. Oh, Maze Runner. Oh. I never read or watched Maze Runner. I read the first two, and I think I watched the first two. You know what's funny? The first time I saw The Giver was at like a church thing. We watched it like for like a church movie <laughs> when I was in youth group in high school. <sighs> Yeah, the, the Maze Runner series, I won't, yeah, I'm kind of like, I, only, I think I've read only the first and second one, and only seen the first and second one, and I think they were yeah. both great mo- I think they were all, both really good. Yeah, they were all, Big fan they of were Dylan. All right. Yeah, Dylan O'Brien's great. Yeah. Dude, Meryl Streep was in the Giver movie? Yeah, she yeah. was like one of the, the head leaders. Taylor Swift was in it. I don't remember Taylor Swift in it. She wait was the guy who played Ian from Shameless in it too? Uh, I, I don't remember seen. the cast. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, I, who's the guy that plays um Asher? Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Uh. Jo- that's the that's Ian from uh, Shameless. Interesting. Is Asher? I didn't realize. Like, I guess it's been it's been a minute. I probably watched the Giver movie in 2014 oh, when it came I out. Think, so I guess I just, yeah, I watched like, it on Netflix. I think. Oh, the the guy who plays Joker, uh, Cameron Mo- Cameron uh, Mona Monaghan. Yeah, yeah, he's in the he's in the whatever. Uh, what's that series? Shameless. Called? Um, Gotham. Oh. Yeah, he's like the Joker in Gotham or whatever, too, as well. Yeah, he's in a couple of stuff. He's I like him. He's actually pretty good. I like him, too. I think he's a really good actor. All right. We have one minute left before we're cut off. So thanks for listening to our second episode of The Comrades. I hope that you stay tuned for more and keep on listening to us. We're probably going to talk about some 80s movies or some one-hit wonder actors. We'll We'll figure it out probably 20 minutes before. Just kidding. You didn't hear that. But (laughs) thanks for listening.
Signing off. Thank you. Bye. Bye. XOXO.